welcome back to Antisocial Studies and part two of my series, Emily Learns About Monty Python and the Myths of the Gold of the Golden Age. Oh, the myths of the Middle Ages. Mm, I don't want to edit that out, so we're just going to keep going. I'm Emily Glankler. <laughs> And I'm a history teacher who's a huge fan of Monty Python. And then I have with me John, who actually knows stuff about the Middle Ages. Hey, John. Hi, it's good to be back. Yeah. So last time we talked a little bit, just like we philosophized about how dark were the Dark Ages. Why do we think of them that way? But now I want to get down to like the good stuff, which is medieval justice, law and order or lack thereof. So, yeah, this is a great topic. And I guess let's start with the movie. What are some of the key scenes in the movie that show, that teach us mm -hmm. about what law and justice were like in the Middle Ages? I mean, the one that that gets quoted to me all the time whenever people see my Monty Python stuff is like, she's a witch, burn her. And it's like, she turned me into a newt. Uh, there's that. There's the my favorite moment in the whole movie that I, I've seen this movie so many times because I show it to my kids every year. So I for 10 years of teaching, like five sections every year, Year. every time I laugh out loud during the Knights of the Round Table song when they cut to the guy in the dungeon who's just like silently like clapping <laughs> it makes me laugh oh. every time um, so yeah there's that it's just it's like people are in shackles women are witches um, basically kings can do whatever they want and my impression too is that like the church is very involved in all of this the church is like putting people in cages too if they say something wrong how much of that is terribly wrong so i think i heard four things and three of them are terribly okay. wrong. so let's go through them <laughs> so one about the witch crazy thing first of all that is for me the funniest scene in the movie mm -hmm. um a, a couple things most uh, the the witch craze you know which we know of from the crucible and in the was here in the colonies it's part of our history in the united states um and it's really an early modern phenomenon so that dividing line of 1500 something saves the day for the middle ages because most of the 40 to 80 or 100,000 people who died in the witch craze died in that that kind of hysteria of the early modern period now there were definitely witches in the middle ages um both as like a constructed category like i put a turnip on your nose and called you a witch and actually people who practice witchcraft um just as there are people who do it today mm -hmm. yeah we have like some of the sorcery books and we know people like cast spells and stuff. Well, and my um, understanding too is that what's funny is that, so we talked about this before, but the guy, the people, the guys of Monty Python, right? They're all English Protestants, um, Oxford or Cambridge, whatever, educated. And so like all of this is coming from like Protestants viewing Catholics as being so backwards and superstitious and whatever, but weren't most of the witch hunts, at least, I mean, in the US it was Puritans. Yeah. Right. The most pure of the Protestants. So it just it's it is a weird like cherry picking of things. It's like anything superstitious and old and backwards. It's like, well, that must have been during the times of Catholicism in the Middle Ages. Totally. I think we we cannot. It's so hard for us to escape that kind of Protestant mindset as we go into these historical paradigms. And then it blinds you to see like, yeah, King James, like King James of the King James Bible was obsessed with witches on mm -hmm. um, the, the English monarchy. There's this. Why, why does it show up so much in Shakespeare? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, we we in the United States, we have a history of killing witches. So it's um it's that's an interesting kind of myth that gets stuck on a very Catholic, very medieval thing that's actually much more early modern and maybe even modern. 
Okay, so wait, what yeah. else was wrong? What else? <laughs> okay, so we did. So. It was a witch hunt. The um, kings could do whatever they want. Yes and no. Um, most medieval kings were very weak. Mm-hmm. Magna Carta is the sign of King John signs Magna Carta in 1215, and he gives in to the barons because he's weak. And most kings had like a tiny little pitiful like principality. Mm-hmm. Um, the mid- early medieval um, England had like 12 kings, each with its own kingdom. In medieval Spain, the Visigothic kings, they had like Leon, y Castilla, y Valencia, and all these little like they got five square meters. So they're basically they got... just, I mean, kings in the Middle Ages are like the the biggest lord, right? There's this whole Ponzi scheme of you got like the smaller lords and they're loyal to the bigger lords. And a king wasn't a king the way we think of it in the modern sense. It was just like the the biggest lord of that region. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, so you end up with, and, and, and their weakness is proven by not only things like Magna Carta and, and all this, but by the fact that they're constantly like, begging for money and constantly going around to nobles and trying to keep them happy because if the nobles revolt off with their head um and so that that weakness of 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 kings even actually that's played on in the movie a little bit right because he goes around and they're king of what you know where did who said you get to be king yeah um, my favorite line too one of my other favorite lines is when the guys the king is running through town and they're like who is he must be a king he hasn't got shit all over him that's my other favorite one it's like the only way they can tell is like well he's a little cleaner than everyone else so i guess he's the king <laughs> yeah and most people wouldn't have seen a king or known who, who they were yeah. or you know they came to the town once and they got a stupid statue and the, those those are there another another so we've done we've done witch hunts we've done weak strong kings another one is torture um most medieval torture devices Mm -hmm. that you can see today right are actually inventions of victorian britain in the early modern period (laughs) do you ever seen like the things where they would stick like they close the doors on you the iron maiden it's a it's like a victorian fantasy theme park thing what wait what do you mean like they didn't even use them or they just said i'm so upset by this okay they would take you to like the torture chamber chambers of the castle which were actually like the potato cellars or whatever and they would put the iron maiden in there and be like "Ooh, this is the the great myth of whatever and then edgar Allan poe wrote a story about it and then boom we have the kind of the medieval torture myths now medieval people did torture each other but i think the key difference or the hardest thing about torture is that for medieval people and a lot of early modern people, torture is a really effective way at getting the truth because people lie and they wear a mask all the time. But when you stick a thing in my hand or or burn my feet, I'm gonna start saying the truth. And of course what happens, we know, um, is that when you torture people, they end up just saying whatever they need to say. I was say gonna to say, I was like, torture. yeah, they're just like, what do you need me to say? That's They've done so many studies to show but yeah, I guess your belief, if you, so my, you know, my understanding is like, okay, Rome collapses. It's like the zombie apocalypse. Everyone flees to the manors. They're like, do I, do I know someone who has a manor? Will, will you protect me? They become serfs. Like it's that whole thing. And so they need protection from all these invasions that are happening. And so justice goes from being kind of this massive Ro- like Roman sort of law, which might, I don't know, maybe that was a myth too, that they had that much control over like England or wherever. But then it goes to like super hyper local justice, right? It's like, you're responsible for keeping the peace within this area. No one else is going to support you. So I guess it makes sense then if you feel like you can have control by throwing someone in a cage and like hoisting them up in the town square or putting them in the whatever shackle things, that at least makes you feel like you have some control over the situation when you don't really. 
Yeah, I, that's just an interesting phrase too. having control over the situation. So, you know, t- to be modern today is to have like home security systems and electricity and lighting. Because mm-hmm. at night, by the way, all the medieval law codes, that's what I studied a lot of. The medieval law codes, it, they're terrified of nighttime. The scariest time to be alive is to be alive at night because there's no electricity or lights. Yeah. You think about like the scariest experiences of your life at night. We were like, oh, I'm really alone. It's actually probably in the country. Um, because mm-hmm. in a city, like I lived in Manhattan, like the best time to be out was at like 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> Everything's lit up. I felt completely safe. I, I live now in the sticks of New Jersey and like, it's quiet out here. No one will hear my screams. Yes. And so no one would hear your screams in the middle ages. You didn't have that technology and you didn't have also modern policing and modern law codes and a modern justice system you trusted. The kind of the key for me is to isolate an individual criteria. Criterion. So take something like literacy. Medieval people were vastly illiterate. The printing press gets invented. Most people are still illiterate. It really isn't until public education mm-hmm. that we get we get up to a point where we're heading, hitting 80, 85 percent, 90 percent literacy. So the idea of we live in a 99.2 percent literate society, that's about really kind of about 100 years old Mm -hmm. um that's the end of the middle ages of illiteracy Mm -hmm. take then you could do this with economic exploitation you could do it with separation of church and state you could do it with any other thing but you've got to isolate them out because the generic like good like violence for example is is a perfect one the the most people imagine violence as we were more violent and now we're less violent i know that it's the opposite one one example of this, Emily, I thought was great was the siege warfare that we saw, um, where they're they're throwing cows and things Run over away. the castle wall. <laughs> and siege warfare is so dumb. Like warfare in the Middle Ages is like I'm gonna stand outside your castle and starve you out. Yeah. Right. And then hurl a cow or whatever at you. Not not normally not cows, but um, <laughs> hot oil, rocks, manure. Yeah. There was even the bio warfare of like throwing rotting corpses. That was thanks, mom. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so that is irrational. But then what is trench warfare? Yeah, it's I'm going to dig a hole. You're going to dig a hole. We're going to throw crap at each other for a year. Mm -hmm. Or even like drone warfare now is like I'm going to be sitting behind a computer somewhere thousands of miles away. And then right. It's yeah, it's all kind of dumb. We've just gotten we've gotten more efficient at warfare. And yeah, I always love thinking about medieval warfare and just how boring it was. And it's like, what's your plan, you know, general? And it's like, we're going to take this big log and we're going to ram it into their door a lot of times. Like, yeah, it's, um, but again, I think it's easier for us to turn around and laugh. Like, ha ha ha, we're so much smarter now. Um, and I, you know, I always like to think about in 500 years, what are they going to be turning around and laughing at us for, right? So yeah. the last one is the church, but I think that's going to be our whole part three, right? I think yeah. we might have to leave this on a cliffhanger. Whoa. 